Hello and welcome to Calling All Cars from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
He is just as interested in discovering your innocence as he is in determining your guilt. He is, in the final analysis, interested in only one thing, and that is the fact of the case. Tonight, Calling All Cars dramatizes a case in point where the homicide squad functioned to the fullest in the prevention of a crime. The facts are authentic. The names, for reasons which will be readily apparent, have been changed. But the moral of the story has not been changed. Nothing can change the unalterable, eternal truth, the fact that crime does not pay. Tonight, Calling All Cars is honored to present as its guest star, the famous star of stage and screen, Charles Bigfoot. Mr. Bigfoot, making his first public appearance since his near escape from death at the hands of an enraged lion during the filming of East of Java, will be heard on tonight's broadcast in the role of Buckeye Bryan, the man who accepts an invitation to murder. story tonight opens at the State House of Bullet Baskin, ex-prize fighter, and Baskin is putting a couple of diners good night. Well, Miss Watson, enjoy your dinner? I certainly did. I was just telling the Mr. Watson there's no place like Bullet Baskin for steak. Yes, sir, I do. I agree. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. There are no one in this part of the country has better meat than you, Baskin. Hey, thanks a lot. Come again, will you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me hold the door open for you. Thank you, Mr. Baskin. Good night. Good night. Mind holding the door open for me? What the devil? I told you not to come here, Flo. I know, I know. But I got some news for you, Sugar. Yeah, but you should have called me. I'll listen, Bullet. I'll have to see you. See, it's been so long. Almost a whole day now. All right, all right. Not so loud. Come on over here in your corner, Booth, and don't be conspicuous. There. Sit over there. What's the idea? You ashamed of me? No, but I, I don't want Mildred to get wise. You sound like you're afraid of that, Dan. She's only your wife. Please be quiet, will you? Sometimes I get disgusted with you. Bullet Baskin, the former middleweight champion, tied to the apron strings of a dame. Why don't you give me something to respect? All right, bro. Don't give me that again unless you're aching for a smack on the kisser. Ah, oh, Daddy, that's more like it. You would smack me too, wouldn't you? You bet I would. Gives me chills up my spine just to think of it. All right, count ten on that, too. What's in your mind? I got it. I got it today. You got what makes sense? I got my divorce. I'm free, white, and almost 21. Yeah, well. Some of the you know? I'm yours, Daddy, all yours. Nobody can take me from you now. Yeah, that's swell. Aren't you glad? Sure, sure, I'm glad. How about you? When you get your divorce? Uh... I don't know. I, I've got to go easy. What do you mean, go easy? Well, you know how Mildred is. You can't spring things on a toothpick. Mildred. You can't spring things on a toothpick. Mildred, Mildred, Mildred. I'm sick of that name. So you ain't been kidding me all this time, have you? No, no. I'm on the level. I, I just got to go slow. What do you mean, go slow? Well, look. What do you mean, go slow? Well, look, Flo. It ain't as easy as you giving your husband a drink. Everything I got, my house, the restaurant here, everything in, everything come out of that legacy from Mildred's old man. If I just go ahead and dish her like you want me to, I, I won't have a red symptom on him. I gotta be careful. Listen, Bullet. I love you, see? 
I'm your woman, and nobody else has got a right to touch my little fingers. The same goes for you. You're my man. And I'm my man. And I'm going to have you no matter what. Yeah, that's well, but there's still no good. Well, there won't be no good very long. What do you mean? Just this. No good's going to commit suicide. What? And you're going to pull the trigger on the gun. Well, you're going now. No, no, I'm not. How do you suppose I got rid of my first husband, the one before Letty? The paper called it suicide, so did the coroner, but... Well, you listen to me, Daddy. It's simple. Here's the way you do I 
Mr. Bascom. That lady over there wants Melba Post and Strange Spinach. Oh, well, yeah, got it. Ain't on the menu. I know that. I told her so, but she says, what is this? A first-class restaurant or ain't it? Tell her that as close as we can come to Strange Spinach is a B. Luke hamburger. Yes, sir. Um, wait a minute. Take care of this customer. Yes, sir. Can I show you a table, sir? No, I'm looking for it. Oh, hello, Bruce. Oh, it's me. The boy saying he was looking for me. Yeah. Let's sit down in this booth here. Sure. You had lunch, Jake? No, as a matter of fact, I ain't. How'd you like a nice New York cut steak? Can't think of nothing better. That's fine. Tell it. Yes, sir? New York cut for Mr. Sneed. On a plank. Are you like a Jack medium? Well, or what? Rare. Rare with the blood oozing out of it. Yeah. That's the way I like to hear you talk, Jack. And sell it. Yes, sir. Bring Mr. Sneed in old fashioned. And that bonded stuff. This isn't a care, Bullet. Last night when I took you for a thing, you gave me the crowbar. Now you're setting me up to a swell face. Forget it. How are you feeling? Me? Not so good. The police in the track at Santa Anita, so darn close, you can't make a decent snack. Joe Filkus is out there spotting chips, and a self-respecting mob buzzer like me can't make himself free square. Better we for kicking you in the back field for a sleep. Yeah, you're a tough. Sure. And do you think I can do any good with the junk? Why, Eddie Chitwood has got a sink at every corner, looking like a snowbird dying at the equator. Proposition those mugs it's up the river. Uh, it ain't up the river, Jack. It's across the bay. It's still got East Coast hangovers. I wish I had any sort of a hangover. I ain't had a drink in 60 years. Well, that problem's settled. Here comes the old fashioned. On how I welcome it. Thanks, Shirley. Here's how, bullets. How? Oh, oh that's good. You're sure treating me white, bullet. No, no, not at all. Come on. What's on your mind? What do you mean? What do you want to see me about? I'd like to mention Joe. But I've been telling you. Where is it? I commit murder for a girl, Buck. You mean that? Mean what? That you commit murder. Oh, almost. Would you put a little bump off for, say, a hundred bucks? What? That's what I wanted to see you about. Are you nuts, Bullet? I know what I'm talking about. I want you to bump off Mildred. Mildred? Yeah. Who's this way, Jack? You double-crossing me, you student. Mildred? Why, you're crazy, Bullet. Mildred's nuts about you. No, Jim. I've been having a shattered. I know what I'm talking about. It don't seem possible. Well, it's true. And I ain't going to put up with it. I'm going to get rid of her right now. All right, here comes the waitress. Here you are, sir. Is that rare enough? Yes, right. Okay, fella, that's all. Well, how about it, Jack? You're going to need a lot of sticks for a hundred bucks. But you know this. Why, Bullet, I know her almost as well as I know you. She's a friend of mine. Forget it. This is a business deal. You want to make yourself a sentry or not? But, Bullet, I... Oh, I see. A hundred bucks ain't enough. Okay, make it two hundred. How about that? Yeah, but... Don't you see? I'll go to the pen for it. Oh, no, you won't. It'll make it look like robbery, not suicide. That's silly. What's that about suicide? Oh, nothing, nothing. Uh, no, make it look like robbery, and nobody will be wise. There's a steel bar in the closet of the house. I'll give you the key, and you just walk in and count her over the head. <laughs> Mildred's 
committing suicide. I'm taking care of that. You're taking care of it. You'll have me now. Quit asking questions. I'll smack you on. Oh, Daddy. Come on. How about it? Where's the pull that took this afternoon? Uh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Just give me a drink, will you, pull it? I got the kid in. Okay. Stella, a couple of scotch and thirties. Yes, sir. Now, what's the matter with you? I can't go through with the bullet. Why, you yellow. Now, oh. wait a minute, bullet. Don't take that attitude. I know Mildred too well. She's a friend of mine. I couldn't bump her off. I just couldn't. You're walking out on me, are you? Why, well, I ought to burn you myself. Now, wait a minute, bullet. I ain't walking out, ain't you? I'll get it done for you. You'll get it done for me? What are you talking Bless about? Bless me, Paulette. I ran into an old pal of mine today. Guy I was in the Marines with in China. Name's Buckeye Bryan. Buckeye on account he comes from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Now, look, Buckeye's a hood. The real McCoy. He's a chopper with a mob back in Toledo. He don't know you, and he don't know Mildred. He'll do the job for you, and no questions asked. I need to do him myself, but I... Can't bump off a friend, sir. How do I know this ain't a double cross? It ain't bullet. I swear it. If you want to get me to bumped off, it ain't on my conscience. It's on yours. But if I bumped her off, it'd be on mine, see? Much as I need to go, I don't need it that bad. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to talk to this Buckeye Brian. I'll have him here in a couple of hours. He's a great guy, fellas. <laughs> Buckeye Bryan. Buckeye, this is Bullock Baxter. Glad to know you, Baxter. Pleased to meet you, Bryan. Have a seat. Sure. Would you like a drink? Great. Tell a couple of state whiskeys and bring over the bottle. Yes, sir. Well, I'll be seeing you later, Bullock. Fine. I don't want to know anything about this. Uh, goodbye, Bullock. What you doing? Taking a powder? No, Bullock. I'm on the up and up. Only why should I listen in on this? I'll see you after. Mm. Sometimes I think that guy's a pink fool, Jack. Why, Jack Steve's the whitest guy that ever joined Uncle Sam's Devil Dog. Now, Bastion, let me tell you about the time when we were in China together. Oh, Why? Whiskey, sir. Oh, yeah, thanks. Have a, have a shaker, Brian? Not me. I like a straight. Fair enough. Me too. Mmm, good stuff. My prohibition stuff. I can't make it that good thing for two. <laughs> yeah. That's prohibition stuff. I'm a copper. Maybe you are. What? Say, listen, Bastion. How are we going to do business if you hand me that kind of jelly? I'm on the level. Did me tell you what I wanted to talk to you about? You said you had a job you want to pull. I tried to tell you what. You tell me. Okay. It's murder. Murder? Like the advertisements say, that's a nasty word. Let's say bump off. Now, tell her what you like. Ever, ever done anything like it before? Look, Bastion, here's my gap. See those notches? Yeah. Well, I read once in a story where a tough guy out west used to put a notch in his gap for every guy he rubbed out. So I thought it was a good idea. Count him. Two, four, eight, twelve. Twelve bumpers? Sure. Okay, I'm sold. Now listen, Brian. There's a dame I want back on me. You can't use a rod. Why not? Well, the neighbors might hit a shot. And anyhow, I want it to look like a burglar. How about Jack? No, I got a better plan. There's a steel bar in the closet off the bedroom in this junk. I'll give you a key to the spot, and you can let yourself in and hide in the closet until the dame comes in. And then you can beat her ears in with a steel, steel bar. How about a rod? If you have a rod, I don't want her to blow me down. Well, there's an old gun in her desk, but she don't know how to use it, and anyhow, it ain't loaded. I loaded it myself a week ago. 
Well, who is this game that's so anxious to get bumped? What's it to you? I'm paying you for the job, ain't it? Yeah. Well, how much? Well, how much would you expect for a job like this? Well, here's the setup. I gotta get back to Toledo and I gotta get a front. I can't go in there like this and I wanna get there fast. I think my switch has given me the double, see? So I'll do the job for two C's. I think 200 bucks will see me through. That's a little high. Take it or leave it. Okay, I'll take it. Half now and half on, shall we say, delivery of a body? I ain't got that cash on me right this minute. How do I know you won't take a powder on me? You want it like a welcome mask? Well, when do I get the payoff? Then? When do you pull the job? Any time you say. Okay, this afternoon. Well, this afternoon it is. Do I get the payoff this afternoon, too? Yeah. Where? Here? No, meet me at the corner of 8th and Vermont. I'll pay off there. Okay. How do I get into the joint? I need a key. It's at 1830 South Henderson. 1830 South Henderson? Yeah. Okay, what is it? A bungalow, a court, or what? A big stucco house. You go out there now and let yourself in. Hide in the closet. She'll be back from our luncheon engagement about 2 30. And when she comes in, let her have it. Okay. And I'll see you at 8th and Vermont in two hours. You see that you have the dough with you. Don't worry, I will. Oh, I thought you will not. Stop pushing me. 
Value your life, do as I say. I'm your friend. Get that and get into that bedroom and stay there like court. Please don't make any noise. You must trust me. But why? I don't know. Quiet. Here he comes. Hello, Bastion. Thought you were going to meet me at Ace and Vermont. You, you ain't. Sure, she's home. I just pulled it. Don't worry, I made it look like a robbery. They won't hang up on you. Well, I didn't say that. I, I, I changed my mind. Well, this is a fine time to change your mind. Yeah. I guess it was really her I loved all the time. It was that tramp clothes that talked me into this. Oh, I get it. Another game, huh? Uh, are, you, are you sure she's dead? I, is there any chance of saving her? Not a chance. When I swing a hunk of steel like this, they're bumped off like teeth. Put that thing away. Put it away. Don't wave it in front of me like that. Well, the job's done, Basham. Now, if you're slipping to pay off, I'll be on my way. The payoff? You expect me to pay you for murdering my wife? Oh, well, won't you, huh? I'll get you for this Set from the end of a rope. What are you grabbing that phone for? He's going to tell the police. <laughs> call the police. That's a good one. And then find him in that bar and come into his guest, please. Don't get too excited, Jackson. Save yourself the effort of phoning. What do you mean? Looks like a couple of dicks coming up to the house now. I guess your wife screamed too loud and I let her have it. My neighbors called the cops. Uh-huh. It is the police. That's a squad car on the front. You're washed up, Brian. You bought a one-way ticket to the hot place when you murdered my Mildred. Yeah, what will a jury say when I tell my story? They won't believe you. What about Jack Smee? Uh, he won't squeal. No, he won't. Huh? Just a minute, huh, Tommy? Tell you now, who's the rest of the man? He just burned my wife. Hello, boys. Don't move, Brian. I'll let you have it. I think you better give me that gun, Mr. Bascom. I'll take charge of things now. Don't worry, Bascom. I just want to produce the body. I believe that's customary in cases like this, isn't it, Inspector? Habeas corpus or something like that? That's right. Will you come out now, Mrs. Bastion? No. Oh, are you all right? Is it really you? Oh, my God. What's this all about, Jim? Who are these men? What's this about having me murdered? I, I'm all confused. I... Yeah. I don't know, honey. I don't know. It's the only thing that matters is it's all right. Uh, well, these introductions are in order, Mrs. Bastion. I'm Inspector Davidson, the Los Angeles Homicide Squad. And this man here, whom your husband knows as Buckeye Bryan, and whom he hired to murder you, is one of our most valued assistants. Detective Lieutenant Tommy Bryan. Why? Why, you double... Ah, Bastion, no, no, no. Double resistant officer, Bastion. Although in this case, I want to thank you. I've been wanting an opportunity to smack you one ever since I met you. Let the cops with you, Inspector. All right. Stick out your arms, Bastion. Hey, this is a frame-up. I don't know what you're talking about. There you go, Bastion. Oh, you ain't got a frame-up. You're not a frame-up. Oh, you're forgetting your friend, Fred Jack Sneed. How about him? Well, Bastion, your friend Sneed came to us and tipped us off. My disguise, the Buckeye Brian, was the result. When I left your restaurant an hour ago, I called Inspector Davidson and asked him to meet me here. In the meantime, Bill Clark, Tom Daffer, and Ryan are staked out at Ace in Vermont waiting for you. But you saved us that trouble by walking into our arms right here. The only thing I regret is that you didn't pay off. That blood money would have looked good in evidence. But we'll put you away in any case. Your friend Sneed, you see, will be the state star witness when they bring you to trial for conspiracy to commit murder. No, no, no. The frame up, you can't do it. Murder. Murder, honey. You don't believe him, do you? You're trying to leave with me. It's a lie. The whole thing's a dirty double cross a lie. <laughs> you don't believe your daddy would do such a thing? Do you, Mildred, honey? <laughs> I don't know what to believe. <laughs> of the law.
as it undoubtedly is to every decent citizen listening tonight. We sent him to the court and tried him and found him guilty. But the most the law could give him was a year in the county jail. He served his term, was released, and went back to the bewildered Mrs. Baskin, who, trusting soul, to this day does not believe that her husband plotted to kill her. Bascom will not try it again. He learned his lesson from the vitriolic flow, who wanted him not as much as she desired him to prove how much she wanted her. Had our homicide squad not been on its toes, they would have been a murder to solve instead of one to prevent. And as I said at starting, the primary function of your police is to prevent crimes rather than solve them. For if we efficiently prevent them through our own activities and the education of the public to the futility of crime, ergo, we will have no more crimes to solve. Thank you, Chief Davis. Police officials of leading western cities and counties have enthusiastically adopted Rio Grande Cracks gasoline because they have proved by actual tests that this gasoline operates police in emergency cars at a lower cost per mile yet create greater speed and power than any other gasoline. You will find in your own car that you enjoy faster acceleration and make greater speed with cracked gasoline. But such speed is doubly dangerous. For safe to safe, police warn you to stay within speed limits and keep the extra power of Rio Grande cracked in reserve for driving emergencies. High speeds also endanger your motor. For most motor oils break down when your engine speeds up. To protect your motor from damage at all times, even at highest speeds, Rio Grande dealers offer you Sinclair, Pennsylvania, and Sinclair Opaline motor oil. Both of these famous brands are refined by a method as revolutionary as the Sinclair cracking process for gasoline. All useless petroleum jelly is extracted from Sinclair motor oil to ensure a protecting film of oil that won't Break down. Your Rio Grande dealer can supply you with Sinclair Pennsylvania or Sinclair Opaline motor oil, absolutely jelly-free, in tamper-proof, extra major cans. Broadcast 103, regarding an attempt murder. The sexist case is now in custody. That's all. Rose and Quake. This is Frederick Lindsay, giving you good night for the Rio Grande Oil Company.